Okay, we are here. What's going on, faithfuls? It's your boy Mike from Nothing But Niners Crew. Guys, we are on day 11 of March Madness, okay? The month of March is already a third of the way through. I'm happy to be here with you guys tonight. You guys know the deal. Load up those questions. You have 15 minutes of unadulterated, unfiltered questions. Just fire off, and I will answer them as quickly and as honestly as possible. Uh, shout out to everybody, all of our supporters out there who've been uh, following along with us. I really appreciate it. You guys are nothing but the best. Get it? Nothing but Niners, nothing but the best. You guys make this all possible here. Uh, Callie Young is first on the boards, man. What is this? It's going to be a Friday night routine, man. Callie, what's up? Going, what's going on, man? He says, Mike, mob deep or the locks? Uh, I'm going to have to go with the locks. I like both groups a lot. I mean, I guess that's why you asked the question, right? But there's something about the locks. You know, uh, when I was younger, uh, DMX, well, DMX is my favorite artist. Uh, and so, obviously, I'm, you know, team Rough Riders all day. I thought the Rough Riders had a hell of a roster, man, back, uh, you know, DMX, Drag On, Eve. Uh, the locks was on there. I mean, oh, man, I thought it was a game changer when they got the locks. I remember when that happened. Uh, people wanted the locks to come out with another album. And it just seemed like nobody could get them away from their uh their bad boy deal and then here come rough riders and dny and i don't know what kind of magic they worked uh but they were able to create more music away from bad boy and uh, they went out there and they and that's when we got we are the streets and man oh man uh what an album what freaking album um uh so you know i, I i'm gonna go with the locks um it's just the nostalgia and the and the era uh, that it all happened for me. Uh, he says, what QB three would you like us, uh, like to see us get? Uh, I haven't narrowed it down to just one guy. Uh, I would be okay with Sudfeld coming back. I would be okay with a Mike white type of guy coming in for the third quarterback position. Um, I'd be okay with a guy like Baker Mayfield or, or Sam Darnold coming in as well. I just want someone that's going to be able to throw the ball in the moment, not be too big for them. Let them go out there. Even if they got a little bit of the jitters, like, just not look afraid like what we saw uh, once Brock Purdy got hurt in the NFC Championship game. I don't. I don't want to see fear in the guy. I, respect. I'm okay with seeing respect. I don't want to see fear. Um, what's one good thing and what's one bad thing about being a 49ers content creator? Uh, I think the good thing is what, what why I started doing this in the first place. It's a good way to, for me to just get my thoughts off. Um, it's therapeutic. You know, I I don't feel like. Um, I don't feel like the national media represents the 49ers well. I don't think that they uh they represent the fan base well. I don't think it I don't think they pay attention to Niners games. It's box score watching. Uh so this was a way for me to really sit back and and share what really happened throughout the games. Really really keep it a buck and uh let people know what we saw, how we feel about the upcoming games and all. Uh but one of the worst things about being a 49ers content creator um it's probably time. It's probably time. I wish I could sit around and do this all day long. Um, I wish I could put together podcasts the way that I used to. I would sit down and have a topic list and I would write down all of my bullet points when it was just, you know, me doing solo joints. And then I would write down, you know, my transitions from one topic to the other and how to loop it all back around and summarize everything. And I really put a lot of time and effort. If you guys go back and listen to I don't even know if they're still out there anymore, but when I was with 49ers Gab, the podcast, um, I mean, that that's when I was, I think that's when I was doing my best work. The passion was, was at its highest. Um, 
and it, it was just phenomenal. It was a lot of fun. So thanks for the questions, man. This is really, really good. And yeah, hopefully we run into each other. Um, hopefully we run into each other at some of the games this year, man. Thank you very much, Callie. Uh, who would you like to replace Robbie Gold, a rookie at the draft? I I know the Niners are going to go out and get somebody and give them a two-year deal worth, you know, $3.25 million or something like that with only seven fifty guaranteed, you know, something, something light. You know, I, I imagine that's the kind of deal they're going to go out there and get. But I would like to see them go out, get a veteran, get a rookie, let these guys compete. I want the rookie to win. And uh, it, once the rookie wins, that's our kicker for the next 15, 20 years. Like, that, that's the kind of decision I want the Niners making, something that's going to exceed uh, John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan's current contract. All right? Um, you know, bring bring back the days of the, the, the long-tenured kickers. That's what I want to say. Um, Aaron says, big trade today. Do you see the Niners make a splash before the draft? It depends on what you call a splash. You know, uh, the Niners are in a very, very good position to make a key move here or there. Um but I don't know if it will be considered a splash. You know, I don't know if you're going to see any big, big names uh, coming to the Niners. The biggest name would probably be Jesse Bates, the safety. Um, but other than that, I, I don't I don't know. Like, I think that the Niners can go out and get there were a lot of guys cut today. A lot of guys were cap casualties. I can see them going out, getting a name that's going to be a phenomenal uh, edge rusher opposite of Nick Bosa. And I think that would be a huge deal for the 49ers league wide and might not create any waves, might not ruffle any feathers or anything like that, but it would be massive for the 49ers and what it would mean for this team in this upcoming season, you know? So we, we don't have to go out there and get the guy. We don't have to, you know, but if we got a Yannick Ngakwe, if he was let go of, um, Floyd was let go of, you know, um, Golden was let go. Like there, there's some, there's some names that were, were recently uh, in headlines that we can definitely 100% benefit from. And hopefully the Niners do things like that. Uh, Callie says, most romantic thing your wife has done for you. Oh, romantic. Oh, I'm terrible at this kind of stuff because I, I live in the moment. And then when that moment's over, like, that's my memory. I'm not a, I'm not a person that takes pictures and all that stuff. I just look forward to the next one. Um, most romantic thing she's ever done for me. Um, I have come home. This is going to sound bad. You know what? I'm going to have some fun with it. I'm going to have some fun with it. So uh, when when Twitter was like first, first a thing for me, it was around 2011, uh, maybe maybe 2009, 2010, uh, some like early, early Twitter days. Um, and then when I met my wife, I got her on Twitter and there was like this thing called a Twitter crush. And it was like a, it was a person that like, you just really, really liked their page. Like you were checking for that person. It didn't mean that you were sexually uh, like attracted to that person or anything like that. It didn't mean you weren't, but you know, uh, and so in my situation, there was this, this tweeter by the name of Miss Carol and she was my Twitter crush. And I would, I would type responses to this person, hashtag Twitter crush. My wife who was on there would, and, you know, respond to her with certain things. And this is my husband's Twitter crush and blah, 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 blah. She knew it wasn't anything like that. Well, I wasn't quite sure where this woman was from. I knew she was like a Yankees fan and things like that. Um, I'm at work one day. It's a really, really long, hard day at work. My wife is texting. What do you want for dinner? And I text her. She doesn't say anything back. Uh, anything you want to drink tonight? Anything you want? And I'm, she's asking questions. I'm responding. Um, 
when you come home today, make sure, you know, you don't get undressed at the door. Something like this. I forget. what exactly. She warned me for something. And uh, I walk in and my Twitter crush and my wife were sitting on the couch waiting for me. I'm going to stop there. You guys can assume what you want. Don't assume what you want. But I thought that was a phenomenal thing. Uh, she went out and and allowed me to meet my Twitter crush face to face. So I, I thought that was pretty cool. All right. Um, Ray J said, what's up, Mike? What's going on? Uh, Ray, I said Ray J, but Ray Jr. Sorry. What's going on, Jr.? Uh, how you doing, man? Um, Emsley says, what's, what was your worst job ever? My worst job. I haven't had a lot of jobs. I'm one of those guys that like, I'll get a job and I'll just stay there mad long. Um, maybe overnight to target you know, one of one of I I've always been a person that's had two jobs or whatever. Um, uh, uh, even when I was in school, I had two different jobs. Um, I'm in college, um, probably overnights at Target. And it wasn't the work. The work wasn't a problem. Uh, the people were cool. The pay was even good. Um, I think my biggest issue was just the hours. You know, there would be times where I would literally drive home and be so tired. I would put the car in park uh turn the air to the temperature I want, hop over the seat. I had a car that had a three-seater in the front. So uh, hop over the back, hop over the front seat and just lay down the back seat and go to sleep. And I would lay there. You could hear the kids getting on the bus for school and things like that. Like that kind of stuff became my alarm clock to wake me up and go. And it was just tiring. You get up and you go, you run inside, you shower and head to the second job. And it was just this long, grueling day. It was probably my worst job ever. Um, I haven't had any of those cool, terrible jobs where you're like cleaning septic tanks or fish tanks or anything like that. Uh, Vern says, Mike, shower in the morning or at night? Um, I am 100% a shower at night guy. Um, I, one of my jobs was pest control. And so you're in and out of people's houses. You're, you're cleaning, you're killing roaches and, and rats and squirrels and stuff. See, there you go. That's probably what Emsley wanted to see from my worst job, something like that. Right. Uh, but I was a technician for a pest control company. You get out there, uh, bed bugs and things like that. You learn that you shower when you come home. Um, you can't, you can't go to sleep and wake up and shower the next morning. You wash the filth of the day off when you get home and then you go to bed. So I am definitely a shower at night. Uh, your opinion on men taking baths. I don't have an opinion on other men taking baths, but I get my, I get, I get in the bath. Uh, we have a hot tub in our bathroom or a jacuzzi. Um, well, not a jacuzzi cause that's not the brand of it. We have a whirlpool, uh, hot tub in my bathroom and, uh, I get in there probably twice a month. Uh, you, I, you know, I get in, we have a Bluetooth, um, what's the thing called? Uh, it pulls all the air out like the defrost, not defroster. Um, exhaust. We have a, a Bluetooth exhaust fan that has a, a light. You can change all the colors on there. You kind of set a mood. You can have it fading from color to color. You put some music on or a good podcast, turn the jets on and just sit back and relax. Let it massage your back and your legs for you. Um, I, I think that men should do it if that's what you want to know. Like, I, I'm not opposed to men doing it. I don't care if y'all do it, but you know, it, it, I don't think it makes you look a different type of way at all. Self care is very, very important. All right. Um, the Niners average more than 30 points with Brock. Can the 49ers average more with Trey? Don't think it's possible. Uh, Vince, you know, it's not just the, the overall number. It's about the opponent as well. 
You know, the Niners finished first in their division this year. So they're going to have a tougher schedule than what they had last year. Um, and with Trey or without Trey, uh, you're, you, whether it's Brock or Trey in there, you're going to see some things take a step back, right? Let's say it's Brock Purdy. Uh, in addition to it being a tougher schedule, the league is going to have more film on them. They're going to they're gonna pick up on them. It's not about uh, the percentages and the points per game and things like that. Sometimes about whether or not they can win. You know, sometimes just about the overall record. Um, let's say we don't get to 30 points a game. Uh, I, th- I think at one point the Niners are averaging something crazy like 35 points a game. It was nuts, right? Uh, but let's say we're only averaging 28, 29 points a game. That likely means there's some 30 games sprinkled in there. There's some 24-point games sprinkled in there. Like, we're still satisfied with that when it's all said and done. It, uh, we are. So um, I don't know if it's possible. And, and by the way, averaging 30 points a game isn't like what leads the league. You're going to get some teams that have 32, 33, 34 points a game. We could very much, we could very well do that with Trey. We could very well do that with Trey. Um, so I wouldn't just say that we can't do it. I do think it's possible. I do. Uh, Emsley says here, you guys are asking some good questions. If you were a boxer, what would your walkout song be? Uh, the intro to DMX, um, his very first album, uh, very first track. I think that to this day is one of the best intros to the industry I've ever heard. I know Meek Mill has Meek Mill has some really good intros and rap songs, but DMX's um, one, two, one, two, come through gun. Like it's, I don't know what the name of the song is. It literally, I, I have purchased that album at least five times, all of them CDs. And it just says intro. I've never seen the actual name of that song. So I'm sorry. I can't tell you what the name of the track is, but DMX intro um, on it's dark and hell is hot. His first, his debut album. Uh, phenomenal. That would definitely be my walkout song. Mike, thoughts on OBJ or just due diligence? Actually, I saw the videos, man, John, and I'm I got kind of excited. I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh the routes looked good. He was cutting, he wasn't hesitating. Uh, I don't really care for the one-handed catches and things like that. You're kind of showing off. Um I, I showboating. I think people were more interested in your knee, not your ability to still catch with one hand. Um, but cool that it was working for you. Hey, we 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 can use all the help that we can get. I say go out there and make a move for him. I don't think that this is just fluff. He probably wants to play with a contender, and we know that there's been ties to OBJ and the 49ers for some years now. And the Niners seem to get guys one year past their prime. That might be where OBJ is right now. Uh, you think about the Emmanuel Sanders and things like that. Any any wide receivers the Niners go out and, and make a move for. Uh, back to Mario Manningham and things like that, right? It just seems to be one year past their prime. Randy Moss, a couple of years past his prime. Um, it might be time for OBJ to come to the Bay. It might be time. All right. I personally cannot see him in San Francisco unless for whatever reason they want to move someone. Hey, maybe they are getting some calls about Brandon Ayuk and they want to make some moves. Man, you never know. You never know. All right. When Brock is healthy, how many games can Trey lose before Kyle puts in Brock? I don't think Kyle makes a switch in the middle of the season. Uh, we got the word today that, um, that Brock's injury, uh, his surgery was successful. Um, he's got a three-month recovery period, and he's back to throwing. Um, so that means that he'll be ready for uh, preseason, he'll be ready for organized team activities and things like that. There will be no excuse, and there will be no need to change uh, quarterbacks. I think that if Kyle goes with Brock Purdy, it's Brock Purdy's team. If he goes with Trey Lance, it's Trey Lance's team. Uh, injury is the only way that one of these guys – gets pulled up or down, or 
they it's not just losing games like you have to be the reason we're losing games so it, it's all about how you lose also all right jt says something mike not a question but a comment my birthday is tomorrow hey man happy birthday jt i like that i like that i like it a lot man uh i think that's it i am past my 15 minutes i'm looking for one more question here um i don't see it so i'm gonna get out of here and uh yeah no joe budden doesn't have a song that i would want to walk out to you know when you're about to walk into the somewhere where someone's like their job is to punch you in the face no it's not it's not joe budden i want something that's gonna make me angry get me hyped get my blood boiling and all that stuff so yeah, I'm going to get out of here. Uh, Callie says, make these March Madness shows a half hour. I would, but I don't think there's enough questions to last that long, Callie. So, uh, but thank you for the suggestion, man. I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll do one of these things where, um, you know, if the questions are good, maybe on a Saturday or something like that, I'll just keep letting them run. You know, I'll go until there's no more questions. This is going to be the last one for the night here. Mark Scott says, uh, Lamar or Trey? Hot take. I'm going to drop the mic on this one, guys. Make sure you're paying attention. Zoom in. Zoom in on my face. Look into my eyes when I say this one. All right? Here. I'm going to go out. I'm going to say this, and then I'm getting out of here. You guys got me nice and tight. You got a good tight uh, fit on my face here, right? Listen to me very carefully. Hear me clearly. Trey Lance is a better quarterback than Lamar Jackson. I'm out of here, y'all. Peace.